0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Be Fucking For Real, episode four. Guys, this one, this one is so good. I kind of blue balled everybody last week and I was like, I had such a good episode plan, and then it fell through and whatever. You know, I was really teasing everybody. But this week, we're finally ready to deliver and I'm so excited. It's going to be so great. Everybody is going to laugh so hard. I can just guarantee it. So basically, I have a guest. This is our first guest. I know you're probably like, oh my God, where's Diamond? It's just me today. It's just me and my guest. This guest is a very special guest. Um, a guest is very, you know, near and dear to my heart. Okay? I've known them for very long, right? Probably mm, the only Sagittarius man that I would ever put up with in my life. Is this guest <clears throat> the one, the only, Colin Garrett Lee? Everybody,
1: hey bitches! <laughs> I'm gonna tell you first off: subscribe <laughs> to this podcast. Be fucking for real. Yes.
0: To be real. And be Lydia, real.
1: That was some paid promotion. I will take my direct deposit,
0: babe. Bitch, do you have fucking Venmo, <laughs> Zell? Cash at me, cash at me, honey. Fuck no. I do not fuck with Cash App like that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Zell, Zell or Venmo? I could talk no about that. Venmo. I could talk about that all night. Like, people who... Whenever people are like, oh, Cash App me. Mm, no. I'm not going to Cash App you because Cash App seems so sus.
1: <laughs>
0: do you feel that way?
1: I mean, I feel that way. I've definitely gotten paid by Cash App before. But the moment someone tells me to Cash App them or mentions that they have it it instantly is like mm, early why aren't we using venmo what happened to venmo
0: exactly like venmo just seems way more like safe to me like when people hey,
1: yeah it's owned by paypal
0: yeah and i have paypal and like i've never been fucked over on paypal or anything like venmo and just venmo is more fun with the little emojis you can see what everybody's up to and who people are paying and like be a stalker and stuff like that's why i like venmo like exactly and that shade of green on cash app no ma'am no it's ugly and like I've heard so many people getting like hacked and robbed and shit like sorry I'm gonna pass on cash app so it's anybody giving
1: Android text bubbles
0: it's giving Android text bubbles that is the equivalent the money transfer equivalent to Android is cash app iPhone is venmo Android is cash app you can't you can't prove us wrong babe be fucking so for real
1: so
0: fucking for real. <laughs> okay, after my tangent about money transfer. Basically, I have a good pod planned for us today. So, first on my list, I guess you guys just need to know how Colin and I met. Even though I feel like I have a lot of listeners um, who I went to high school with, so people already know that we went to high school with each other. Um, but the story about how we met is actually, I mean, it's not it's kind of funny. It's kind we of were funny. We were scammers right from the start. We were, we were, little, we were little cunts from the beginning. <laughs> Always kept a cunt. So anyways, basically we met our freshman year of high school. So I've known you longer than Diamond. Um, by a year. But yes. By a year, but still it counts. Like, then once Diamond came, that's when we became the infamous trio that everybody... Uh, I was going to say Grew to Love, but probably not.
1: <laughs> depends on who you ask.
0: Yeah, depends on who you ask, babe. We had quite the reputation.
1: <laughs> Everyone knew us, though. I'll give it that. Like, what, what do they say? Any publicity is good publicity? Exactly.
0: Any publicity is good publicity, babe. I live by that. So basically, Con and I met in our freshman fucking gym class with... I was gonna, I don't want to say teacher names. I always think that's weird. But like, our gym oh, teacher. She was a chip out. Yeah, she was awesome. Like, loved her so much. Like, she knew that, like, I mean, Colin was like with the shits. Like, he was like, I mean, you weren't exactly gym era Colin, which we'll get into all of Colin's phases <laughs> and eras later into this pod because it's so, they're so funny. And there's just so much, like, analysis there. Like, yeah. So basically, Colin and I met freshman gym class our our teacher knew that we were not trying to fucking run laps and shit and like lift and shit no like colin and i bonded over the fact that we would like fake ailments so we could go and like sit in the cardio room which was basically just like a room with all the like you know bikes and treadmills and shit and we would just you know go in the cardio room and fuck off and like walk on two speed zero incline on the treadmill for the entire class and just keep we, we were exercising. Yeah, we were exercising. We were moving our bodies. Like we weren't doing the dumb fucking like football combine that they were always doing every day. No. But um, you know, we were <laughs> we were moving and I'd be like, Chris, I need ice <laughs> My shin's Dude, yes and, and- every other week. <laughs> Colin, that was another thing that we became friends over because like, I don't know, I just appreciated how cunty he was, like even towards me, didn't care, like always kept it cunt, which I can appreciate. and. Like we would, like I said, we would always fake like injuries and shit. And I would always be like, oh my God, like my shin splints, which like, if anybody knows what shin splints are, I feel like everybody knows what they are, but it's like the most dumb injury of all time. I mean, like they are real. it's
1: all fun and games until you have to stick your leg in that ice cold bucket
0: of water. Exactly. It's like, "Mm, you know what, Chris, actually my shins are feeling fine all of a sudden. So, mm, bye. So anyways, that's where me and Colin met. We would just walk the mile together whenever we had to do them. Kept a cunt, served cunt all the time. And that's when we became friends. But like... I call I th- it personal development. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so then, like I said, um, once we were sophomores, that's when we met uh, Diamond. And we kind of became a trio and
1: <clears throat> Mind you, I'm not sure if we mentioned this yet, but when we met Diamond, she was fresh out of surgery, in a wheelchair, and on high-end painkillers most of the time, if that tells you anything about our character judgment.
0: Exactly. Like, we basically befriended, like, a crippled Rue from Euphoria our sophomore year. <laughs> like essentially. Like, she was a drug head. I mean, she wasn't actually a pill head. Like, let me just put that on the record. Diamond at no point was addicted to painkillers, but she was, like, taking heavy painkillers, because she had just, like, injured herself.
1: It was her ACL, right? Or her meniscus, one of
0: them. I don't know. Something in her fucking knee, right? Um, I'm sure if she's here, she'd tell you all about it. (laughs) Shade. Anyways, so... We became a little trio, and that's kind of it's kind of a good segue right into the next story that I have Lord on my I have on my list on my highlight list for this pod. I want to tell the story about how, you know, this might come to a surprise because I know there's some people who I went to high school with who listen to this podcast, which I love, like. Please, everybody who keeps sending me their DMs being like, I love your podcast so much. Like, literally, I start fucking hysterically crying every single time I read that because that means so much to me. Because I feel like, I mean, Colin, feel free to chime in. I feel like everybody, you know, I was kind of like the class clown vibes.
1: You were like the class clown. I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
0: Right. I mean, Colin is still just fucking salty. He didn't get a superlative in our yearbook. so I
1: didn't get a single superlative. Not... One, I You've... mean, I'm sure if there was like bitchiest
0: fag on there, like <laughs> <laughs> cuntiest, would have been a you would have been a shoo in. That'd be the only one, babe. Only one, homophobic, absolutely homophobic. Yeah, it is homophobic. It's a hate crime, honestly, that you didn't get one. It but basically, a hate crime. I should sue. We should sue <laughs> five years later. Let's sue, specifically. Mm, tl if you know what that means
1: uh it just clicks for me <laughs>
0: yeah so anyways um i got like class comedian so what i'm trying to get at is i've i love making people laugh and that's so fucking corny but so when people tell me that they're laughing at my podcast and like my podcast like literally makes me cry so moving on this next story is one of my favorites um like I was saying it might come to come as a surprise to some people who I went to high school with because like this happened at my high school. It was a cool cool winter night, right? Um and you know, we were heavy heavy smokers in high school like with like marijuana. I mean, when you go to when in Rome, right? You go to high school in Vermont, when in Rome, you're going to smoke a lot of fucking weed. It's just Just how the cookie crumbles. Heavily medicated. Yeah, like heavily medicated our entire senior year of high school, essentially. Um, Don't know how I graduated. It's a blur. But basically, cold winter night. um, I was with Diamond, right? And whenever a quintessential Olivia behavior was when I got too stoned, I would make other people drive my car because I was too high, right? So, you know, I'm being responsible. I'm being responsible. Like... But it, it, it happened so much that it just, like, wasn't even funny at that point. Like, I would just get so knocked off my ass that I would make people drive my car because I was so, like, incapacitated. Um, so this this specific night, Diamond was driving my car, right? Um, and we were meeting some of our friends at, like, we, we called it the field house. I know that doesn't mean anything to a lot of people, but it was basically, like, our gymnasium yeah if you know you know it was our gymnasium it's where we all parked our cars in the morning whatever you get it it's a parking lot we're meeting there and this wave of just like upset stomach just comes over me like in an instant and like i don't know if a lot of people who listen to this smoke weed regularly or have in their lives regularly at one point when you're stoned like you can't like Process like your emotions are just like so intense, you know. So when this came over me, I was like, "Diamond, I'm like, oh my god, Diamond, my stomach hurts so bad, right?" And she's like, "What? What do you need? Like, uh, do you need some water or whatever? Like, whatever." And I was just like, "No, I'm like, I think I need to poop." I was like, "I think I need to poop." I like how the first four episodes of my podcast, two out of four of them, one half of them have consisted of some sort of story surrounding me and shit.
1: Is there a pattern forming here, Olivia?
0: I don't understand. I seriously don't.
1: There's, there's some chat rooms online
0: for you. Ew. That, no, that's foul. Like, literally, I just have bad luck, okay? And I have extremely, like, active bowels. I know that's so TMI, but it's like, all we my- We the, in the digestional tract. It's yeah. science. It's literally science, and all my IBS girlies just know. They just know. You, If you know, you know. Again. So I'm like, I really think I need to shit. Like, um, Can you bring me to a gas station nearby? It was like a two second drive, right? I was like, can you please bring me there? Like, I'm literally going to explode in this car, right? Dead of winter. And so Diamond like starts pulling the car out or whatever. And I was like, actually, you know what? You know what? I'm fine. Because we were meeting our friends, right? So we had to be there like meeting them to go wherever we were going. And I was like, you know what? No, I think I'm okay. Like, I started feeling better. I was like, you know what? Just scrap that. I'm alright. We sit for another like two and a half minutes, and then this the wave of me having to shit. Like, you know, when you guys like this is so disgusting, but when you feel like you you need to go, you can just feel, you know.
1: Oh, you know, you know,
0: you know. Like you're like okay.
1: That countdown starts timing down, and you're like, okay, I have like two options right now. Which one we gonna choose?
0: Exactly, like life flashing before your eyes type stuff so when you're when you're high it's like zero to like a thousand like zero to a thousand so I'm like sitting there after I told Diamond I was okay right and I was like afraid to say something because I knew she'd be annoyed I was like Diamond I'm like you gotta go now I'm like start driving now I'm like I'm literally going to shit my pants in this car so please go and so she starts pulling out and she's driving towards the gas station. I was like, Diamond, I'm like, I can't fucking do it. I'm like, pull over <laughs> right here. We were still on campus grounds, still on our high school campus, right? Dead of winter. There's like a good, mm, I don't know, six, seven inches of snow on the ground, right? So I'm like trudging through the snow, trying to find a spot. And I took a shit on the football field of my high school. Um, not my proudest moment. But it had to be done. And Colin loves that story. So I thought I'd retell that for everybody. Because he has held that over my head for years.
1: <laughs> I have. I have. I just, I genuinely feel bad for the spring maintenance manager.
0: No, I seriously.
1: have to watch that unfaw.
0: Have to watch my shit just, like, sit there for months until it melts. I know what
1: he thought. It was, he probably thought it was a dog.
0: Or some sort of animal. Because it was animalistic. What human would do that? Hmm. Mm, what human What human would take a dump on a high school football field? Question mark. Oh, and to that I would body. respond, Olivia Hall. <laughs> and you thought it was over? Oh babe, no. It gets worse. This is honestly the worst part of the story. And when I was thinking about telling this story, I genuinely considered cutting this out because it's so fucking humiliating. But... I was like, Diamond, I'm like, oh, um, can you see if I have any napkins in my glove box so I could, you know, wipe? Gross, but it's, you know, human. We're human, right? I'm like, I need to wipe.
1: Hygienic. What'd you say? Hygienic.
0: Exactly. I need to be hygienic, babe. You just took a dump on the football field. Mm -hmm. What are you going to wipe
1: with? The snow? No, ma'am.
0: No, ma'am. And I'm sure shit not getting like a leaf or anything. Like, no, I am not. You know, a, I don't even know. No,
1: we were in Vermont. The leaves in Vermont around that time were crispy. You
0: Exactly. Like, I would have punctured my asshole if I used a leaf. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, seriously. So Diamond's like, Olivia, you have no napkins in your glove box. Like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, Diamond, I'm like, you need to get me something. Just find anything in the car that I can wipe with. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't even get it out, dude. She, oh my God, all my male listeners who are like romantically, like maybe one of my hoes are listening to this. They're all clicking off right now. They're like, this bitch is disgusting. Like, no, I'm going to open my Snapchat to like 15 gray arrows. Like they're all leaving as we speak. (laughs) Basically, she's like here and she hands me one of, not even mine, one of her socks. One of her fucking socks because she had like an overnight bag that she was bringing to my house.
1: A true friend. A A true
0: true friend. friend. Diamond is a real one. And every, babe, we are not new to this. We are true to this. We know Diamond is a real homie. She handed me one of her fucking ankle socks so I could wipe my ass on the football field in like sub zero temperatures. Like so bad. So yeah, that's the story that Colin loves so much of me me taking a dump on the high school football field so
1: thank you for telling that that right
0: set the tone it set the tone but another quick high school story I mean Colin Loki I want Colin to tell this one from his perspective because I have it from my perspective but the story of me the story of me running over over your foot
1: yeah, that, that did happen for anyone questioning that. Um,
0: I know you're probably thinking, what, Olivia, you ran over his fucking foot? Yes, I literally ran over. over his foot and crushed his fucking toe. So you tell the story. So
1: we were out smoking, recurring pattern. Right. And I needed to go home. So Olivia drove me back to the Fieldhouse parking lot. And as I was collecting my stuff out of the bag, the do- mind you, the door was still open. But I was collecting the stuff for my bag, put my bag together, and was stepping out of the car. I had one foot out of the car, and Olivia thought I had already left. So she put <laughs> that car in reverse and drove straight over my toe. Like, whole foot. Not even toe, whole fucking foot. To which I screamed, and Olivia looks back at me with her hand over her mouth, like, what did I just do? Get in, get in, get in. I jump back in the car. My foot is like throbbing at this point. And what does this bitch do? Offers me a fucking aspirin. (laughs) An aspirin. (laughs) I I was.
0: Dude, I was panicking. I was so panicking.
1: And neither of us could afford that health insurance. No. So (laughs) we were up Shit's Creek without a paddle.
0: Okay, guys. We're back. Sorry for that small interruption. I hope I didn't mess up the audio that bad. Um, <clears throat> basically, Diamond got home, whatever. The dogs are barking, so I paused it. But we're back. So yes, essentially, I ran over Colin's foot. And you went to the hospital, no? Or what, did, what happened with it?
1: No, I might have told you I went to the hospital to make you feel guilty for a second. But no, I just had like a little like treadmark bruise over my foot. You could see it. Like I had a treadmark on my damn foot for like a week.
0: Yeah, and, like, you definitely did not let me live it down for, like, a good mm, few months. I mean, we still, it's a funny story we tell now. (laughs) But, babe, at the time, I felt like you had some, not animosity, but, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Girl, I was ready to run over your foot. Bitch, for real, he was like, "Mm, your turn now, bitch. (laughs) Your turn now, bitch, exactly. See how it fucking feels. I honestly did feel really it honestly bad. It wasn't that bad. Her car had great suspension. I'm shocked it didn't break anything. <laughs> no. Me too. That's a am- to Seriously, shout out to Vicky, my first car, her name is Vicky. Love her so much. She went through so much with us. But um I genuinely was so surprised that I did not break your fucking butt. Like actually. So was surprised. I mean, you had some speed going over it. I'll give you that. <laughs> a bitch, I did because I'm like, mm, I'm trying to get out of here. So what's goody? Like, and I just floored it and ran over your fucking butt. But, you know, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay, so my next story. This one, okay, this one I really need to, like, I need to think about how I'm going to introduce it oh, because... It's a very it's a very sensitive topic. Okay, so first, I'm initially going to say trigger warning. Okay, trigger warning. This story does involve suicide. Okay, but we are not bringing up this story to like make fun of it in any way. We mean zero disrespect to anybody involved, friends, family, literally everything. Like, we seriously don't. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely not. Like the. <laughs> The only reason that this story is on my highlights list is because of this, like, dramatic nature surrounding it and, like, everything that happened is just insane.
1: Oh, it turned into a, a scandal.
0: It was a scandal at our high school. Scandal that Colin was the forefront of. Right. And I, whenever I'm, like, telling this Unintentionally,
1: story... intentionally, <laughs> mind you. I mean, I love drama, but not my own drama.
0: No, seriously. No. But, um, basically, 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 whenever I retell this story to people, I always say, like, Colin got canceled our junior year of high school. And I always say canceled. Because it's, it's so true. It's, like, the perfect word to describe everything that fucking happened with this whole thing is he got canceled. So aggressively, so aggressively canceled. Um, so basically, uh, there was a girl in our... Grade, right? We were junior. We were junior. Yeah. We were juniors, right? we juniors. Yes, we were juniors. Okay. Yeah. I had to think about that for a minute. So it was our junior year, and this girl in our class unfortunately took her life. It was very sad. It was very, very sad. Very somber, you know.
1: It's weak for the school to just even get back to a point where we could talk to each other. Like, and no, I'm not just saying myself, like, we went through it as a community and it sucked.
0: It really did suck, because, you know, even if you, like, didn't really know her, like, still, as, like, the whole school community, we had such a... I mean, it was Vermont, for Christ's sake. Like, it was a small fucking school. I mean, it was a pretty big school for Vermont. But if you weren't, like,
1: directly friends with them, you knew everybody, and you guaranteedly had a friend who was friends with someone.
0: Right, exactly. So, uh, basically... That's why I just wanted to say that before because I don't want people to think I'm, like, poking fun at this situation at all because that is just not what I'm doing and that's not my intention at all. So I'm saying that on the record, right? I just – we don't necessarily – I think we just, like, find light in the situation through everything that followed after because Colin genuinely – I'll just say something about Colin. He always has the best intentions, but – in high school his mouth got him in trouble so much. Trouble. Yeah. I mean it still gets him in trouble, but in high school specifically, with te- with mainly no filter. Yeah, no filter. With mainly like teachers, I would say. That's a whole nother podcast episode is Colin's experience with teachers.
1: I have this genuine belief that as long as you like made it funny, you could be as rude as you wanted.
0: Right. And Colin, yeah,
1: true, but they still laugh.
0: No, yeah, they still laugh, but like mm, you can exactly, you can laugh your way to the dean's office, babe. By, like you know, ruler smack on the wrist. So basically, I mean, Colin knows the story the most because like everybody has their story from like that day. But the reason why Colin is was so like closely related to everything is because he was in. This girl's advisory, which was just, like, smaller groups of, you know, people in your class. And you had a certain teacher who was your, you know, advisor, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure most high schools do that. Um, so, he was in her advisory. And do you want to take the floor and explain what yeah, happened? I'll
1: take over from here. Okay. So, at about noon that day, we all got tickets. They're just little slips and they tell you, oh, you need to go see this teacher. Or you need to see that teacher at this time. We all got, I had about three kids in the, my class at the time that were in my advisory. We all got slips to go to the dean's office at, I think it was noon or one o'clock. And then we got to lunch during that block and saw that the other members of our advisory had the same ticket. All the teachers were just visibly seething bad energy that day no one knew what was up but we knew a shit storm was coming and then once our advisory got all those tickets we started to theorize and it was like oh god what happened what happened and we were going through all the possible scenarios I can't remember exactly what I said but I know that it was along the lines of oh god I don't know if someone offed themselves <laughs> probably not my <laughs> smartest moment absolutely not I mean and I'll no. right here right now I was at one place in that mindset in my life and I wouldn't wish it on anybody. So I don't know why I was making that comment, but it stirred up.
0: Bro. I can't I mean, no, even. It didn't
1: even stir up drama at the time.
0: No, it was like, bro, that's what I, that's why I preface. For a fact
1: that everyone sitting at that lunch table was in on the conversation and, spewing their own personal brand of vitriol, whatever you want to call it.
0: Right. And like.
1: Including our person, our antagonist.
0: Our antagonist. Thou who shall not be named. We won't reveal that name. We can call him Voldemort. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Voldemort. Basically, that's why I wanted to preface and be like, Colin's mouth got him in trouble so much in high school because, you know, we all make like self deprecating jokes all day, every day. Like, everybody does it. Doesn't justify it, but like, you know, everyone does. Like, we all do. It's just what we do. Maybe it's just our generation. I'm not sure. But, it does all. yeah.
1: And that in and of itself, I owed an apology and gave an apology sincerely to every single person that either heard that comment or was affected by it after the fact because no one knew at the time. Nobody had any clue about anything. And quite frankly, it was junior year. What were we? 16, 17?
0: Right. But basically, You're essentially, Colin got fucking canceled by our entire school. So bad. It was so bad. Mainly our class, because, you know, it was just like, it was within our class, whatever, like within his advisory. Like, oh my God canceled the house down boots houston people i know it's just like exactly like we were saying that it's just like bro i know that comment is so fucked up but it's like how can how can you expect how can you hold someone accountable for that when you didn't even know like you had no idea was it a cheap joke yes (laughs) should you maybe not have said it sure but like Babe, he had no idea. So that's why, you know, me... And
1: where was anyone else's personal responsibility? I saw none of those motherfuckers who were making jokes right next to me step up after the fact and say, you know what? I, I was part of that. I did that too. I can't really... No, 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 no. Whatever you want to call it. None right.
0: of them. No, it's true. But Colin got so violently canceled. Like, everybody... I felt like walking around, we looked like fucking mean girls. Like... Because me, and obviously, Diamond and I stood by him. Because, like, um we're not unreasonable people. Like, hello?
1: And y'all knew the facts of the situation. No one else cared to ask.
0: But Colin got Instagram DMs, threats. Like, people were, like, he was public enemy number one. Like, it was insane. Mm-hmm. It was the most, like, shocking, dramatic. How long do you think it went on? How long would you say it went on?
1: It went on for, I don't want to say the rest of the year, but like there were incidents around it through the whole year, entirely unprovoked by me. It would just, it would turn into a fight no matter what. And I lost, I mean, I lost all my credibility. I really did. And yeah. if, that's, if that was my consequence, that was my consequence. But.
0: Dude, it talk was still. About
1: getting shunned.
0: Yes. So that's the story. Of calling, getting canceled our junior year, and I love that story. Not, I mean, Should the con.
1: Excommunicated. Yes. <laughs>
0: <for> <laughs> You've been excommunicated by our entire fucking school. I mean, specifically our class, but like you know, whatever. Blase, blase. But well, still,
1: specifically,
0: we won't get specifically. <laughs> babe, we could get into specifics, but mm, I fear that they may listen to this at some point, and I really can't deal with that because now, Fair. yeah. <laughs> no, I cannot. Can you imagine? I just get like a cease and desist in the mail being like, mm. <laughs> we're going to need you too. to take this okay, down. We get cease and Literally, we get taken to court over my fucking podcast, <laughs> babe, be <laughs> fucking for real. It's a podcast. This is all light fun. Like we're just retelling stories that hopefully will make people laugh. I think I think we the have, shitting like
1: disclaimer on this podcast.
0: No, I need to. I really should in the beginning. A legal note? Yeah. Some sort of legal something or other. Like, I don't know. I need somebody who's in law school to figure it out for me. Not me. Not Colin. We can get into that. That's a perfect segue. Something. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, we're going to. I know everybody probably read the title and is like, when are you going to talk about Colin being a stripper? I will get to Colin being a stripper. Okay? (laughs) I'm saving it for last because it's the cherry on top. Right now. I'm just retell. We're just retelling stories from high school because that's funny. They're funny. So, Colin was. And I feel
1: like this is really like the uncut version. Everyone, I'm sure, has like at least everyone that went to high school with us has heard like through the grapevine stories because it's not like we were exactly low profile. But right. No.
0: I don't no.
1: think anyone's ever heard at least the full story, at least from this perspective.
0: No, like, I feel like I just shared your truth. Like, you really just... Exactly. Yeah, like, you really just laid it all out there for everybody. Because I feel like still, even maybe if people from high school watch this and they see that you're a guest, like, unfortunately, I feel like that's your tainted image from now on. It's like, people who, well, people who are actually <laughs> upset about it, you know, like, I could name a few people, but I won't, obviously, um, who are actually upset about what you said to... They're just bitter. Yeah yeah no i totally agree but at one point colin wanted to be a lawyer and this segues me into colin's identity shopping and his eras over time literally like modern trisha paytas gen z trisha paytas is colin lee not anymore well maybe a little bit (laughs) but mainly in the past dude colin you have these people who are listening to this will realize how much of a phenomenal friend I am after this because of the shit that you, like, put us through with your different eras. we oh, you've been through it all. We've been through it all. So when I first met Colin, I wouldn't even really say you had, I think you were just figuring things out. Like, you you didn't really have an era. I was figuring
1: things out. I was pretty, like, I don't want to say normal because normals are really, like, <laughs> yeah. it's a referential word and means right. normal, but... Mm-hmm. I was your pretty average run of the mill queer.
0: Run of the mill queer. And you know, we love run of the mill queers. Nothing wrong with it. That was like your McGill no, face. Don't. No, we don't. What
1: yeah, no, you you're
0: I you're don't. right. We don't stand. to make some enemies off this. <laughs> yeah, you. Colin doesn't stand run of the mill queers. So if you're run of the mill queer, Colin doesn't fucking like you. <laughs> gay on gay violence on the podcast. So basically, that was like your McGill era. Like Colin wanted to go to McGill law school and be a lawyer. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, like you, that was your McGill phase, and then slowly the McGill phase translated into I don't know, and I don't think anybody's ready for this, drum roll. Oh, everyone who went to
1: high
0: school in us knows. Colin trans he transformed into a Trumpy. If you don't know what a Trumpy is, where have you been for the last six years? Um, but he was a Donald Trump supporter. Not just any Trumpy,
1: I was the Trumpy that would like actively start political arguments with you during class.
0: Exactly. Like if you had micro if you or like
1: personally victimized, I apologize.
0: <laughs> if you had micro or like any like you know philosophy or anything, forget about it. Like Colin is going to bring up oh, Donald Trump somehow. Issues was a nightmare. Yeah. Any sort of class like that forget about it colin is literally going to argue with you about donald trump um he had a donald trump sticker on his car like he was a trumpy 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 poo he had a trumpy was
1: internalized homophobia. <laughs> yes
0: but now we can reflect on it so that was That was one of my favorite Colin eras because it was just, like, I don't even know how I stood by you (laughs) as as your best friend. but I
1: don't know how I stood by myself. I was going to join the Marines.
0: Seriously. Colin was going to join uh the Marines. I think it's because you had a crush on you-know-who and, like, he was all into Army stuff. And Uh, so you wanted to be into Army stuff. That's another trend we can talk about with Colin. Yeah. So he was a Trumpy and then... Once we graduated high school, you you phased out of Trumpy by senior year. And you were more, you were just preppy. You were preppy, Colin. You were preppy Quinnipiac, exactly. Colin. You were like, I'm going to Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac. Oh, I
1: got accepted into that school and my whole personality changed. Exactly.
0: You're like, mm, I'm a bougie Where are you bitch. from? Greenwich,
1: Connecticut.
0: Yeah. Where are you from? Greenwich. Where are you going to school? Mm. You always used to be like, oh, I'm going to Quinnipiac. It's like mm, 10 minutes outside of Yale i'm like
1: that was my claim to fame it was 64 420
0: the tuition yes it was more than yale
1: it was more than yale 64 420 and what d12 d24 exactly
0: like i'm paying more i mean i understand i'm in alabama so there you go but like um 64 420 Mm, i don't know about all that so not that i went to any of those classes i paid for No, that's a story for another day. Colin was just... Anyways, so Quinnipiac Colin slowly turned into frat boy Colin, which is my second favorite Colin era, where Colin, as a gay man, which I commend you for this and I give you extreme props because I can't imagine how hard it is to rush for a frat as a gay man. Like, I could not fucking imagine.
1: It wasn't anything like fraternity acts.
0: Right, right. I can't imagine. But um Colin rushed for a frat at Quinnipiac, right? And you got into a frat, Delta U- Upsilon, how do you Delta say it? Oops-a-lo. Delta Upsilon. Delta Upsilon, goofy ass fucking name, I but can I still have sing some the of chant too. Oh god. Do you want to sing us your chant live on the pod? No,
1: absolutely
0: not. Damn. You should The silence. Yeah. <laughs> the silence. I had to think about it for a second. I had to think about it for a second. Okay, well, that's fine. It's fine. We don't get to hear the Delta salon chant. I think our viewers will survive. They will survive. Colin's okay. frat boy era was my second favorite era behind uh, Trumpy Colin era. That was a good one. Um,
1: Why was it your favorite? Yeah, Trumpy era? Because of all the 3 a.m. nightclub, No, the frat Colin
0: era. Because of all the 3 a.m. nightclub
1: FaceTimes. Or- oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> he to you the horror story of the night
0: before. Oh, my God. And, like, Colin would FaceTime me. Like, his mascara would be everywhere. And, like, Facetime me in the club. Just, like, belligerent. Like, you couldn't even hear a single word he was saying. But he would FaceTime me anyway. And just be like, hey. And, like, show me the music. And he'd be, like, bumping. Like, drinking. I'm like, Dude what the only hell when they played one of my girls. yeah exactly only when they played one of colin's like three artists that he listens to on rotation like o-m-g colin's rap era that was a good era it was like i mean it was good it was good and bad it had its ups and downs i think but it was hilarious nonetheless it ended in a train wreck <laughs> oh it ended in such a train wreck like o-m to the g such a falling out with like your roommates and like there's so much drama and like those motherfuckers put hot sauce in my shoe and they got our
1: room raided. Literally rated
0: literally rated
1: name 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 and name substances but one of those substances. motherfuckers had so much shit in the room that none of us knew about and the cops started pulling that shit out and i'm just sitting there in awe
0: babe i already know which one and it I is too like
1: I feel like, yeah, I know you know. I feel like we're past the statute of limitations. I got out of that room fine by telling them that I was not at the party we had that night. I was out having sex. And I was so unbelievably detailed in retelling the experience that those straight male police officers just told me to leave the room and I never got fined.
0: Babe. And that's just incredible. So incredible to this day. I already know which one had all the various substances. Does his name start with an S? Yes. Yeah, I knew it. I literally knew it. (laughs) But that was frat boy Colin era. And this is such a good segue because, you know, Colin, he went through a period of soul searching, I think, you know, whatever. Very like, there was no significant era is basically what I'm trying to say. But now... Now, be fucking for real listeners, Colin is in his stripper era. He is a full-blown oh, yeah. stripper, and the stories that he fucking tells me, I, we could make a podcast episode that's like seven and a half hours long, the amount of stripper stories that he fucking tells me. But mainly, 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 the fact that all of this just somehow, everywhere he goes, he manages to make people dislike him somehow. And it's not because Colin's a bad I don't person. Even
1: know.
0: Yeah. You're not a bad person at all. I mean, well, I think we're bad people. Well, <laughs> I think maybe we are bad people. But you know I'm not unkind. Right. I think you just need to explain to everybody why or just explain how you started stripping
1: okay well <laughs> funny enough I was working at a plant store at the time and one of my coworkers had a pole at home and we got really close and we were just chit-chatting one day and she's like you gotta come over and try it I'm like okay and mind you I'd never done any of that shit before So I go over, we spend like three hours drinking wine and her teaching me how to dance on a pole. Immediately, I'm like, girl, this shit's for me. This is so much fun. Slay. So, exactly. So I bought my own like at-home tension pole setup, started learning some tricks. And then I'm like, you know what? I want some things.
0: Mm. I don't know what (laughs) yet,
1: but I want some things. Don't we all? Exactly, exactly. Material girl.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I signed myself up for a shift at the club and it was, what was it? It was like new meat night, new meat Wednesdays and swept the floor with that competition, Bitch, I had all those motherfuckers gagging,
0: gagged, won
1: myself 200 bucks and tips plus tips. And then I got to like go to the club a little bit better. What I liked about it was that we all got to keep our own tips The business side of it makes money off of, like, alcohol admissions and VIP tickets. Mm -hmm. But the most fun part of that job are just the personalities that you meet from these people. Because a lot of people really just want to talk. They want to see someone pretty dancing and then someone who will listen to them. And... If you're genuine and you really talk to these people, they will tell you and open up with some of the wildest shit you have ever seen.
0: Babe, and he lives in near Boca Raton, fucking Florida, so I can only imagine the characters that you meet there.
1: Oh, my club is in, it's called Wilton Manners. It's like the gay nightlife of South Florida. It's yeah. better than Gay
0: Lando. Better than Gay Lando. That's a statement if I've ever heard one. Yeah, That's insane. Fair. like they're here, it's Disney After Dark. <laughs> Disney After Dark, baby. Oh, I just wish, I want to go to Colin's club so bad. Like, and just watch him dance. I mean, like, I had to see, like, every day I would <laughs> wake up in the morning. And I would check, you know, I'd go on Snap. And I'd have videos from him. And I'd open them. And I'd just be looking at, like, full, like, banana hammock. You twirling around on your pole, being like, "Look at my new move I learned," and like showing me <laughs> you dancing and all of this shit. But you know, I fully, I I don't want this to seem like I'm shitting on Colin for being a stripper. I very much love the fact that Colin is a stripper. Cause how cool is that? I can just be oh, like, absolutely. "Yeah, my best friend's a stripper." Mm, what's it's your a best friend do? Side job too. It's
1: not like I don't have like stable income. It's just. Everyone can use a little bit extra money, and if you can go out and party and have fun and come back without losing money from drinking, absolutely. I call it a smart business decision.
0: No, it really is. Like, if I could go out there and get on the fucking pole and do half the shit you do, babe, I would be there in a minute. This is everybody's sign.
1: So much after.
0: Oh my god, I can't imagine. Like, babe, I get sore from working a five hour shift. I cannot imagine fucking flipping around on a pole and stuff.
1: And those slow nights when you're flipping around on a pole for like 20, 30 and one's getting thrown at you. No, absolutely not.
0: No, I have zero patience. What
1: the fuck do I look like? A charity worker?
0: No. <laughs> like babe, you see these legs? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you and your $5 bill. <laughs> like, mm, and like, I couldn't deal with like all the grimy ass, like, People who like old dudes who probably come in there, being like, "Can I get a dance?" And then, like, you know, they stuff one oh, one dollar bill in your jockstrap. You don't even know.
1: I had one. We call him Slug at the club. <laughs> Slug. Now Slug is this—he's an older dude, normal, honestly, like not too unattractive. He's actually really respectful. Well, we go in the back because he wanted a private, and I told him. Okay, this is how much for a private. This is what you need to do. These are the rules. And right. Everything out in front. And he's like, Yeah, let's go. I'm like, Great. Okay. Let's go have a good time. So I bring him to the back. Some Lady Gaga starts playing. And I'm like, Yes, I can Sly. get into this. I can dance to this.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm doing my little dancey dance. Mm-hmm. Man is throwing them $20 bills. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I see him tear something with his mouth. <laughs> And I'm like, he did not just pull out a fucking condom. Like, what is he No, no he
0: didn't. So I, I whip around, and it was one of those little, like, balloons of Astro Blythe, like the lube. Oh, my God. Ew. He
1: asked me to rub it on his chest. <gasps> and I, like, I know, like, you know the face I make. I just, like, tilted my head
0: and, like, <laughs> my jaw
1: dropped a little bit.
0: No, that's why they so call him Slug.
1: Yep, that's what we call him, Slug. Well, he pulled out a $100 bill, and I'll tell you one thing. My mouth closed real fucking quick, yep. and all of a sudden, I was Helga the Hot Waxer
0: massaging his <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, all of a sudden, I'm rubbing this lube all over this dude's chest. All mm. of a sudden, it don't seem so weird. No, sir, not at all. Mm, give me that Benjamin, babe. I'll call give you a little Slug and that. get up in your ear and whisper all kinds of nasty shit for more than $100, like, babe. <laughs> What you want to do? What you want to get into, slug? All he
1: wanted though. What, what got me was he was in a white shirt. This was like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, sir, you have to walk back out in the club like this.
0: <laughs> he don't do you, care.
1: Do you want a wipe?
0: Babe, <laughs> babe, he's coming in the club to get lube rubbed on his chest. I don't think he gives a fuck about anything. <laughs> like... yeah, I don't think he gave a fuck
1: either. No. Well. What? I really like those customers I oh yeah you
0: no, exactly I don't know. if he pays well and like it's weird as fuck like i don't know if you want me to like step on your balls and shit like for 500 like i will do it <laughs> like i'm sorry We're in advance we ain't allowed
1: to do that
0: you can't like step on people's balls and stuff
1: no you can get really 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 close it's all about selling the fantasy right so like no one can touch me unless i put their hands on a specific part of my body there's certain parts where not, that they aren't allowed to touch. Period. Yeah, and like that gets into legal territory. So I don't work with that shit. But you get really, really good at making men think they're going to get a lot more than they do.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine you just work your magic, and you're like,
1: you just have to be charming.
0: You just have to be charming, which you are charming. That about Colin is is very dudes charming. Are crazy though. Well, I mean, it's Florida, babe. Like, Florida scares the shit out of me. Like, I cannot imagine working. There was one
1: kid. boy. I, sorry, continue.
0: No, you're good. You're good.
1: I won't name names, but there was one boy who came, like, crying back into the fucking bathroom.
0: <gasps> like, one who and worked there?
1: Like, one of the other dancers, yeah. Oh, no. And he was like, I, I don't know what to do. This, this guy just offered me money to shit on his chest. No. And I'm like, no, he didn't. And he's like, no, yeah, he did. He did. And this one's like frazzled. He's new. And I'm like, oh, honey. My first thought is, fuck, I'll go get the baby wipes.
0: Mm, Yeah. (laughs) He didn't
1: do it. He didn't do it.
0: I don't know if I could bring myself to Colin. I don't know. It depends how much money. It really does. I would take
1: a blank check. I would take a blank check and know your credit limit and we're good. Cash in your
0: 401k. (laughs) Cash in your retirement fund. And then you can shit on my chest. Literally. That are like. Finance that home for me. <laughs> yeah. Please pay my rent at my apartment for the next mm, five years and then you can. I'd be okay with that. I literally would. My worry would be like if you're not douched and dangerous, like. Douched and dangerous. Stop. I wish I could name the podcast episode Douched and Dangerous.
1: Sorry, guys. I know you're missing out. It could have been douched and dangerous. It could have
0: been douched and dangerous. I just like. I don't know if my titles can be that vulgar. I mean, Harry Styles could spit on me last week was pretty, pretty interesting. put an
1: asterisk in there. They won't ever know.
0: (laughs) Babe, just like my title. They'll never know. (laughs) For real, for real. But...
1: No, but, like, back to what I was saying. Like, if you're not, like, clean or at least you know what's going on down there, it could be a very messy situation for both of you.
0: For both parties. And I don't know if I... I can't even think about that. Like, it honestly makes me a little nauseous. I
1: know. I feel like club rules have something... They have to have something against scat.
0: Yeah. They... I scat. Back to talk about poop. Let's go to the next talk. Oh, my I God. Think- we're talking about poop again, everybody. Like, how does that even happen? <sighs> Anyways. This has been so fun. Colin's a stripper. He's my first podcast guest, and he's a stripper. I don't know if I mentioned that he's a stripper. Um, and I love that about him. But I hope you guys had so much fun listening to this. This was fun to record. I mean, this is just basically a phone call from me and you daily. So, ain't nothing new. Um, ain't nothing new for us. But um, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for rating my podcast because it strokes my ego and makes me cry. As you guys know, clearly. subscribe I don't know if they can subscribe. Oh, I think on Spotify you can follow. But also, as of today, right now when we're recording this, on September 15th, our podcast... or Sorry, my podcast is available on Apple now. So, if you're not a Spotify girly, you can listen to me on Apple now. How fun is that? Um, like I'm famous or something. Anyways, thank you guys for listening so much. Um, next week, I'm going to... I think I'm going to get a little interactive with you guys next week, and I think that's going to be fun. I want to post some, like, polls on my Instagram stories and things, so be on the lookout for those, because I want to tell your guys' this, like embarrassing stories or something. I need to figure it out. But anyways...
1: And if any of y'all are ever down in Fort Lauderdale, come to my club. I'll give y'all the Groupon <laughs> discount.
0: Groupon. And buy five,
1: get six free.
0: Exactly. If anyone, if anyone's in Fort Lottie and wants to get on the pole, just call Colin. <laughs> He'll get you on a pole in no time. No time at all. All right. Or hit me up on Tinder, Grinder, Grindr. <laughs> Grindr. Bundle, all the dating apps you could ever think of ever were available on. Well, I'm not available on Tinder, as you guys know anymore, which is so unfortunate. But Colin sure <laughs> is. <laughs> Colin sure is. All right, everybody. Strictly networking. Strictly networking. Exactly. We're signing off for the night. I've got an early class tomorrow. This has been fun. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And we'll see you next Bye, week. Bye, bitches. Goodbye, bitches.